Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 62nd episode of VisionCon Live, your go-to nerdy talk show. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. You didn't come here to see me today. You came to meet the people of the hour. In this corner, we have Jesse and May from Pokemon, Karina from One Piece, and many more. And in this corner, we have James and Meowth from Pokemon, Weevil from Yu-Gi-Oh!, and many more. Prepare for trouble and make it double, because ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome the one. The only Michelle Knotts and Carter Cathcart. Guys, how are we doing today? Very good. <laughs> Fine. I'm glad to be here. Carter, I'm going to be honest. Us. Carter, I'm going to be honest. I thought you, your audio died, and I, I kind of got freaked out for a little bit. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I just figured crickets. I mean, I used to get my share of those. Thunderous applause. Yeah. Well, guys, I, I got to be honest. It is seldom that one is able to meet just one of his heroes that he grew up looking up to. But it's very humbling when you do not just one, but get to meet two of them at the same time. So on a personal note, I really appreciate this, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. And it's great to see. I I never get a chance to see Michelle. We got to get rid of this stupid- I miss you. I miss you too. I haven't seen you in like a year and a half. No, it's ridiculous. I did get both my vaccines because I'm yeah. apart. So, but you guys come next. And you got to, you know, we got to get together. I held out for the longest time because uh, I'm 25. I wanted to make sure everybody else got a chance Aww. to see theirs. That and the fact that, you know, Missouri uh, just now started to allow yeah. just everybody to get it. So I am scheduled, I believe, I'll have to check, but uh, I believe next month is when I am scheduled. Cool. So I was in the, um, when they, when they, um, Walgreens and Walmart both, when they had overstock, it's kind of like they're going out of clearance sale on the uh, <laughs> vaccine in ways so like, like, listen, you either come and get it or we're throwing it out because it's going to go bad. So, oh. but, uh, so, but all of that aside, guys, we got a lot to talk about. So let's go ahead and get started with the first thing, <laughs> Carter, Michelle, you have been in this industry for a plenty of years. A lot of us have grown up seeing your guys' work. But before we dive into that, I wanted to get to where it all began. Was showbiz always the plan, or did something happen later on in life that kind of brought you to where we are today? Michelle, let's start with you. Oh, we're start with you. Oh, okay. Ladies so, I was a theater major, major in college. And I, well, I always wanted to be, it's funny, I always wanted to be a comedian. <laughs> I always wanted to make people laugh. I loved, and uh, I love the, uh, the women, like the females that, paved the way for like actresses and comedians and things like that like I always looked up to Lucille Ball and Carol Burnett and Tracy Ullman and on the Tracy Ullman show were the Simpsons that's where the Simpsons first started so that's where kind of like my introduction to voiceover came into play but I was a theater major in college and I wanted to be on Broadway and I'm going to be a star and I want to be in like funny plays and things like a funny thing happened the way of the forum and things like that and musicals and things like that and I didn't realize how really difficult it is. Like you're sitting there with a number with like thousands of other people. And if they don't call your number, then you don't get to audition that day. And you're there from like five in the morning to like five at night and just waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm like, Ugh. so I changed my major and I studied radio and television broadcasting. So I ended up in news, which is totally not my personality. <laughs> so I worked, 
I worked in like radio for a little bit and then I worked in news. I worked at a, a CBS and an NBC affiliate in Pennsylvania. And I also worked at MSNBC in Secaucus in New Jersey for a little bit and I hated it and I hated my life. <laughs> Can I ask you a question, Michelle? Just sure. Quick? Cause you would, I know that you were doing that stuff. If yeah. you want to, can you talk like this, like a <laughs> broadcaster or do you, is that something that, that you didn't? Well, I think it's a little bit different. Like when guys do the broadcasting, like, no, I'm not trying Then men, okay. cause men have to have this broadcasting voice. But for women, I think it's, it's, it's a lot different. It's more like, so today's weather is going to be, it's, it's more like calm and motherly like, instead of like, I'm a broadcaster. Because we can't right. sound like that, you know, as women. Like, we, it just sounds weird when we try to do that. Well, and like, <laughs> even when I just did that intro, I, I don't know if anyone ever notices, but I intentionally lower my voice to be, I don't know, a little bit more bombastic because my natural voice has got that feminine twang to it. So, uh, yeah, so I 100% agree with you. But anyway, so continue. You're like you're like a tenor. You're more like a tenor, sort of. Well, right? Yeah. Instead of like a bass. When I, when I did choir, right. I was definitely a tenor. In the same <laughs> range I do, you speak the same range. I yeah. it's just It's kind of right. singing. Like, you, you, know, like sing you know, we just do <laughs> opera, you know? Damn. Sorry, kitty. You both have like these tenor, like, yeah, tenor singing voices for like the two of you. You're like in a higher range when it comes to guys. <laughs> But anyway, so, you know. So I was in news and I hated it. <laughs> it was too real. Too much death and destruction every day. I'm like, get me out of here. So it's so funny. Um, Bang Zoom and a lot of companies and studios at the time were having like, oh, win a role in an anime. And my friend was like, you hate your life. Why don't you try to do that? <laughs> she was my best friend and I'm like, all right, sure. So I I did their, it was like um, Anime Idol. It was um, with Central Park Media at the Marriott at, oh, what convention was that? Now I forget the convention. <laughs> it was at a convention. It was at the Marriott in Manhattan uh, in Times Square. And I won a role in an anime. Cool. And I... This is where, this is funny because this is where, segue into Carter, this is where I first met Carter. Right. Because you were in the world of Norway and you were Maruo and I was Hajime Yagi and it was the first time I met you. And you yeah. introduced yourself to me as Carter. So for the longest time, I thought that was your first name, was Carter <laughs> Cathcart. I didn't know and I didn't look it up. It is. It's it was, fine. Whatever. It's fine. There's <laughs> a lot worse that could be. Yes, I remember that. I was thinking about that today. That studio that was out in Brooklyn, it took four yes. hours to get on a bus <laughs> to get out to it. And that's where I met you. And I was just leaving, yeah. you know. And you were so right. sweet. I, uh, said, oh, I was a like cutie. a little babby. <laughs> You're a cutie pie. And then later I heard the work and I went, oh, oh this is really good. Oh, so, thank you. <laughs> So I talked to like you and like the other actors and stuff and uh, the directors and producers and people. I'm like, I want to do this. Like for real, I want to quit my other job and I want to do this. <laughs> How do I do this? So, and that was kind of like my introduction into it. <laughs> well, snowball to where we are today. I yes. right, so, so Carter, all right, how about you? So how did we get here? Well, it's been like, you know, the longer you live, the more crap happens. <laughs> for um, sure. I started, I was in music starting um, after I graduated from, from high school. I was playing with uh, Dave Brubeck's son, Chris. And so then I was playing with Dave Brubeck and Jerry Mulligan and all this. And we were on tour till the mid seventies. I moved to New York, uh, joined a band, lived in Brooklyn, downtown in a loft, 
you know, we're struggling, doing, doing our best. Well, that band eventually turned into the Laughing Dogs and we had a record deal on CBS. We did two albums. So that was until the early 80s. And then when I said, that's enough of that, then I built my own studio and just started working uh, as a producer with all different kinds of uh, people. And um, I kept doing that. So one of the projects at the end, it was like 91, I was going to do the music package for a show called the ABC Weekend Special, which was on Saturday afternoons and is a live action show for kids. And the host of the show was a cartoon cat named O.G. Readmore, which obviously- I remember this. O.G. You know, Readmore. So yeah, and they were and they were saying to me, and this is typical, you know, the world we're ABC TV, we don't have any money, <laughs> but we <laughs> we need to find somebody to do the voice that we don't have to pay a lot of money to. And I went, oh, please, sir, please, sir. So I auditioned, and that was my first voice part. Was I was OG Readmore for like four years on uh, on ABC, and then that's when later on in the '90s, then other things started happening, and then. This show in 97 came around and, and there was, nobody knew anything really about Pokemon at all. The rumor was that there was an episode that had a strobe effect and some poor kid in the first season had a seizure. And I'm like, well, that sounds like, you know, a basket of strawberries. So, <laughs> no, no, so Porygon scene. <laughs> and we were, <laughs> right. So we were, it was on at 6.30 in the morning on like channel 11 in New York. And, um, we were all doing it and then I was Gary. That was my first uh, part, Gary Oak. And then I was also the, the Professor Good Show and, and all these different, anyway, out of nowhere, it was like Beatlemania. Within like two weeks, it just went from nothing to too much, but it was great. So the show, you know, now we're season 24, you know. Um, so be I started writing scripts in season five, that was 2003, I think. So that takes up by far the majority of my time. And I'm still playing piano and doing music and all that kind of stuff. But the script writing has really put the brakes on um, doing voices for other shows and auditioning and stuff. I mean, I miss it, but I love Team Rocket so much. <laughs> it's just great. And I love Michelle, so I'm really happy. Oh, I love the words that he puts into my mouth. <laughs> Well, a perfect segue into, so we don't, unfortunately, we don't have time to dissect each one of your guys' characters throughout the years, but there were three main ones in particular that I wanted to get to. The first one being, and you guys perfectly segued to it, so a lot of people, and I know guys watching this live here on Facebook or later on YouTube, I'm painting with a broad brush here, but I would argue that when the renaissance of anime happened here in the West, before all that, I would argue that unless you grew up in the Toonami era, where, you know, anime was, you know, easily accessible, anime was very a niche community, with the exception of one show in particular that really brought it hard into the West. And that, of course, is Pokemon. So our first characters that we talk about, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about them. I want to talk about the one, the only pair I want to talk about Team Rocket, a.k.a. James and Jesse. <laughs> now, before we dive deep into it, I want you each to just give a brief overview of your uh, respective character, James and Jesse. Uh, just a brief overview of the characters, maybe how you guys got the parts, any fun anecdotes involved, anything at all. So, either you want to go first? Or <laughs> go ahead, Michelle. Go ahead. <laughs> I, started at, uh, I started at season nine. 
uh, I think that was 2006. I don't know if it was like 2005, 2006, or 2007. I would have to do math. <laughs> My dad's the accountant, not me. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I started at season nine. Um, I auditioned for Pokemon, and I right off the bat got uh, Jesse and May. So um, really, I, I I ran to, I think it was Best Buy. I think I ran to Best Buy and I got every DVD that I could to try and, and listen and get the nuances down for her. Cause I, I knew the character, I never watched like the show uh, like religiously like a lot of people do I never like I knew of it and I watched I saw like an episode here and there like oh that's funny that's cute you know so um I was trying to get her mannerisms down as something she's very I like they're the, they're supposed to be the bad guys but I really think they're more the comic relief of the show which is funny because every time when I'm in the booth all I do is laugh I, I laugh so much. I laugh at Carter's scripts. I laugh at the their goofy faces when they make, you know, these large mouths and they take up half of the screen. All I do is laugh. I'm like, they're not really mean. They're just so funny. So, which is great because that's what I always wanted to do with my life. I always wanted to make people laugh. So... I'm like, okay, I need to make her as crazy, flamboyant, silly, and and nuts as possible. I scream a lot in the book. <laughs> I do a lot of vocal rest after sessions, and I don't speak at all because I just, I scream a lot. But I feel like if I downplayed it, it wouldn't be as funny or come across as well as it should. And I watch, you know, what's on the screen. We listen in the Japanese and stuff. And they're, they're so great. They're just oh, like uh, Megumi Hayashibaro and, and um, I can't remember Kojido's because it's um, Musashi and Kojido in Japanese. And so when I listen to them in Japanese, they're the best. They're great. They're just so crazy and over the top. And it's like, okay, I got to be like that, you know, with my own kind of flair in it. So Jesse's very, She's like, oh, I want to be an actress. And it's almost like me in a way. Like, oh, I want to be an actress. But it's like, I don't have the kind of ego she does. But <laughs> she's this super big ego, very haughty, very in your face. She's not shy at all, uh, which I'm not either, which is good. So, <laughs> um, that, that, that's kind of how I see her. I don't want to like, take up too much time. I'll let Carter talk about James. and you know. okay. Carter, take it away with James. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, though, about Michelle is that I think what she discovered with Jesse, which was kind of hidden in my opinion, was she really has a huge heart, you know, and she's been around That's the true. block a few times. Sometimes yeah. the, the trips around the block have not been so easy. So I think you're able to tap into that. And then you've got obviously the voice and the mannerisms. The thing I've noticed in the last, well, cause I've been doing it way too long. <laughs> but the, in the last like four years, five years, that we scream four times as much as, as we ever screamed. <laughs> I mean, I they, they blast off in the beginning. They blast off in the middle. They blast off at the end. And so after about, I can do like maximum, if I do a four hour session, I regret it because it's, <laughs> it's such hard voice work, you know? And then I have to be careful. Like I saved me out for last because you know that James is going to scream like a soprano in the opera. And then all of a sudden he's going to have to be, tender and because he is he's a big mush you know <laughs> and i don't want my throat to go bluey in the process but that's why i love james because he said well, actually all of them they're just mushes they're really mushy and and 
you know, okay, they, they, they think they're going to catch Pikachu and, you know, I wouldn't make book on that because yeah, maybe not, but they're going to keep trying. That's, that's the difference, you know, and Meowth is just like, he's, I, how do I say it? I mean, when it comes to gags, I'm just like, let me at it because <laughs> he's just, and for some reason, whoever it is that animates Meowth and animates his mouth, it's so suited to English and it's so suited to gags. And I have no idea why, because they're strictly Japanese, you know, what they're drawing, but it just works out. And so he's by far the easiest to, to write for, you know, and he's a hoot. He's hilarious. So well, they all have hearts. Well, it was an incredibly long history of working together. You know, it's pretty obvious you two have a blast playing these characters, <laughs> playing them together. But I just wanted to ask, was the chemistry between you two immediate or did it kind of require a little bit of time to cultivate? I feel like it was immediate. I don't know. Carter's, he's like the easiest guy to get along with, seriously. Aww. We do cons together and it's just, we play off of each other so well. It's like we've known each other our whole lives, even though, you know. I agree. It was like, immediate. It was immediate. When I took, the, <laughs> yeah. I took the subway home from that studio after meeting her and I was just kind of like, she's got to do. I mean, come on. When am I going to see her next? And I, how long was it before? A matter of weeks? And then you were there. You were there, Taj. And I was like, yay! So, I know. I couldn't believe it. I was like, ah! I was freaking out. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of her at, for every Aww. reason. You know? Hey, you and I both. <laughs> And being a doll face doesn't hurt either. <laughs> I love you, Carter. I miss, I miss seeing everybody. <laughs> I just stayed home. I, just, I have me and my Piplup. There you go. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat are uh, saying they love your Piplup. Oh, thank you. It's got a Piplup hat. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we'll jump a little ship and we're going to come back to Pokemon but first I wanted to give each of you uh, a character individually so we'll start with Michelle now this next character is part of one of the biggest, definitely biggest shonen animes if not one of the most popular <laughs> animes ever with high grossing films attached to these animes that anime of course is One Piece aka my girlfriend's favorite anime of all aka an anime I'm a recent but avid fan of. So I want to talk about one of the leads of my favorite One Piece film. I want to talk about Karina from One Piece Karina. Film. Karina! Like <laughs> She's we did. so cute. Oh my God, yes. Uh, now, like we did with Jesse and James, just give us a brief overview of the character, maybe how you got the part, any fun anecdotes involved, anything at all, Michelle. So this is really funny. Um, at the time, this was like four years ago. I think it was like four years ago or so. So um, my really, really good friend, Damon Mills, who is doing amazing right now okay. in California. So he was living in Ohio and I was, well, I'm still living in Jersey because <laughs> I mostly work in New York commute. But so he wanted to move to Texas and work with Funimation. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's like, and I wanted to help him. And it's like, all right, let's, let's get an Airbnb and we're going to go look for, you know, like apartments and things like that. We're going to look around and I, I want to help you out. But at the same time, we're like, let's see if we can get some work with Funimation because we've met a lot of the Funimation directors and producers and voice talent there at conventions and things. And a lot of them are super, really cool. So I was like, let's go, let's do this. I, I took like, I think it was like two weeks. And then right afterwards we were going to San Japan anyway. So I'm like, 
oh, maybe I could ask San Japan. It's like, can you fly me in a little bit earlier? And then like, I, I paid for like the Airbnb. Um, and um, we're, we're like, I, I, I flew in and Damon drove. He basically packed up his whole entire life in his car oh and he God. drove. <laughs> yeah. I, he's, uh, he's amazing. He's so talented and wonderful and amazing. And we, we both went to Texas and we both like emailed people at Funimation. And um, so I got an email from Joel McDonald and he's like, we, have this part we want to see if you'll fit with it and that was young biojack in one piece 3d 2y so i'm actually in two different one piece shows <laughs> so i went in and i read for him and it was just good timing it was just really good timing and joel was like damon came in with me and like he watched the session and stuff um and he was like <clears throat> excuse me joel was like so we're auditioning for this one piece movie right now while you guys are here, he's like, how long are you guys going to be here? And we're like, we're going to be here for like two weeks. But I'm like, we'll stay longer. It's fine. Like, I'll just tell the Airbnb people, like, we need to stay longer. Like, and, and we'll stay as long as you want. He's like, would you like to audition for this movie? So the both of us were like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. And it was incredible that both of us got parts in this movie. I got Karina and he got um, Tanaka. And he, I feel that Damon stole the show with his like, and he was the little, little like evil guy. And he was so funny and amazing and incredible. And like Joel saw his talent like right away immediately. And I'm, I'm like, yes, like you have to stay here and you, you have to work at Funimation. You have to stay here and you're going to, you're going to do amazing. You're going to do incredible with this company. So Karina is awesome. She used to be a, a friend of um, Nami. No, of Nami. Sorry, <laughs> her name just <laughs> and I'm like she's right on the screen. Nami, I know her. She used to be like an old friend of her, and um, they met up again. And it's like, oh, Nami, hello, how you doing? So Karina's really cool. I I got to sing a little bit, which in it was really nerve wracking because I was so nervous. Um, I worked with Joel McDonald to do the lines, but the singing part was with Mike McFarland and he does a lot of the music stuff. And I didn't even know he did music. So I, I worked on the singing part with Mike, it, super amazing, talented, wonderful person, but I was so, so nervous. <laughs> I was so nervous doing this. And um, he's like, all right, Wilson, you're here first. And then Keith Silverstein, um, uh, you know, plays the, the other guy in there that sang with me. So he followed me because I went first. So that puts a lot of pressure on it too when you have to go first. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm just learning this song. Like right now, I had two days to learn this okay. song. And so I'm like, okay. And But Karina was so much fun. And the ending, I don't, I don't want to give it a spoilers yeah. away if, any, if anybody hasn't seen it yet. Just the ending was incredible. Oh, and yeah. nobody saw it coming. And Joel was like, you're stealing the ending here and i'm like this is great <laughs> well, and so, so you kind of mentioned it a little bit with the you know the nerve-wracking part of it but in general i mean with like i said up top you know one piece one of the most top most popular animes out there you know i didn't see this coming at all you didn't see i was it like we auditioned for like literally everybody in the cast we auditioned for i auditioned for like there were two young boys in it and i auditioned for all the females and damon auditioned for like all the males in it and he got Tanaka, and I got Korea. I, I couldn't believe it. And I was like, you're kidding me. And we, both of us, we were so 
nervous. But now Damon uh, moved out to California and he's in California and he's doing amazing and incredible. And um, he's doing directing now. And so I'm like, oh my God, this is so amazing. He's I think really- he and California are made for each other. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, because California is, they do a lot of um, video games too. Yeah. So they do more like, um, like Texas is more like animation. They do have some stuff like Borderlands and Smite and Paladins. Um, but a lot of the video games, especially mobile games, are done in California. So, which Damon is in a slew of them. So yeah. I'm very happy for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm originally from California. So I do remember, oh. you know, just, just driving past all of these studios. So yeah, no, he's definitely uh, in his element over there. Yes. <laughs> he keeps telling me to move out there. He's like, move out there. And I'm like, well, maybe after COVID, like I don't have any kids or anything, so I don't have to uproot anybody. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, maybe after COVID, <laughs> it's a little scary right now. So, I mean, it's getting better, you know, but we'll see. <laughs> I know. I mean, Damon, if you're watching this, I mean, we love you. Also, uh, check your email. anyway now kind of moving on uh so we have enough time for viewers comments and questions which on that note since we're about half at the halfway point i did want to reiterate guys plenty of you i think we're at almost 92 comments right now message VisionCon directly or put in the live chat your viewers comments and questions you still have plenty of time to do so just wanted to reiterate that is an opportunity that you have since we're about at the halfway point so carter gonna go back to you What's up? I just wanted to ask you a question. You're from California, where? Right. L.A.? Around- I was. For, I live in Missouri right now, but I was actually from San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would explain. I mean, because you don't really <laughs> talk like this or anything. So, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't think <laughs> I had that accent for the longest time. I moved here when I was about 13. So I've lived here about half my life now. So I got that beaten out of it. But for certain things I say, you can definitely still hear it, and uh, I, I'll admit, I still say hella a lot. <laughs> that, that has been the hardest thing I've had to curtail. That's but great. that and my uh, opinions on avocado, which no one here shares. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so Carter, we're going back to Pokemon, and we're talking about, and you mentioned him briefly, but he's the lovable yet mischievous. I want to talk about, oh, wait, actually, hold on. I want to talk about the one the only, the man himself. Let's talk about Meowth. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, who, what's like, not to love about the guy? Exactly. <laughs> but the <laughs> thing about, about Meowth, um, I started writing, adapting scripts in season five. And at that time, Maddie Blaustein was doing the voice of Meowth. And I loved Maddie. Her talent was just, you couldn't measure it. And so, you know, we would talk a lot about scripts and do all and, and all that kind of stuff. So I felt like while I was writing all this stuff, it was like I was just really getting inside Meow's head, obviously. So when season nine came around, I just said, please, please, can I please do it? And and uh, he's just, he's such a sweetheart, but he's such a Weisenheimer. So I spend most of my time writing scripts. What my goal is to push the envelope because it used to be easier to push the envelope earlier on in Pokemon. I mean, I used to get away with murder. Talk about two or three level jokes. Be like Bugs Bunny, you know, where the kids are laughing, but the parents are peeing their pants. They're laughing so hard. <laughs> so I always try to do that. And a lot of times I'll get pulled back. But I figure if I don't push and try to do maybe some double entendres or stuff or just break the fourth wall and all that kind of stuff, then I'm not doing my job. But for this guy, like I said, his flap, he's so easy. 
to write to. And, you know, there's a rhythm between the three of them. Definitely. Um, they do switch around, but it's usually, you know, the, the wind up, the pitch and the hit. I mean, that's just what they do. And, um, and Meowth is, I mean, I know that I get to write gags and then go in the studio and, and voice them. I mean, that's what, what, what more could I ask for? Besides it's a dream. You know, anyway, so that's Meowth. He's a good guy. Well, then there's definitely, like you said, a rhythm between the three of them, but it also helps when, you know, the two of you voice them. So I did want to ask, you know, you both voice multiple characters from Pokemon and, you know, Meowth and James specifically, you know, they sometimes where they interact with one another. So basically having a, so at that point, you're basically having a conversation with yourself. So is that ever <laughs> difficult or does it ever provide or present some unique and, and entertaining challenges? I can't tell you the times I have said in the studio, could we just do this page live? And if <laughs> talking to me off, because I like to go back and forth and speak like this and then speak like this. I can do that, but they never, because they want separate tracks for everything. Sure. But it's, 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 it's the tone of James and the tone of me is so completely different. You know, it's never, a, it's never a problem. It's enjoyable, you know. I wish that Michelle and I could just work the, you know, the that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, so. that would be so cool. <laughs> We've never done that. We're we work by ourselves. Yeah. Right. We go in the booth. And we're by ourselves. Like I never get to work with you. Like, never, like never say never. <laughs> right. All right. Well, we're gonna jump. Gonna jump and ship a little bit from your guys you know directing and voice acting. And Michelle, I want to talk about something that I want to preface with now. You're not the first guest who do, has done Twitch. We've had other guests oh. in the past. And oh, okay. so I want to phrase this though. I want to tell you the same thing I've told others. And I forget who was the first guest who wanted to promote their Twitch channel. But I'll tell you the same thing I told them, which my first thought when they told me that was, okay, I mean, who doesn't have a Twitch channel nowadays? But as I Carter doesn't. <laughs> But, okay, yeah, maybe Carter doesn't. But I, I will admit, as I often... It's a change! We're getting them a Twitch channel! There you go, there you go. But I will admit something that I often am. I was wrong, because I don't know what it is. But you, and I'll censor myself, because I'm, we have a lot of kids in the chat right now. You guys just freaking get it. You guys understand how to provide, you know, compelling and entertaining content, while also simultaneously engaging with your audience. So real quick, I wanted to do a special spotlight to your Twitch channel. So, oh God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to ask how you got oh, it. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, click on the about section and then you okay. can see I had some cool. uh, artwork done commissioned. Yeah. So you can see like some of the artwork, like there's Elisa Voskanovich and there's Athena from Aria. I think this is. Yeah, we're going to go through the entire page. I'll scroll around. All of our live viewers or viewers that are watching this later on YouTube can see what's there. But uh, just tell everybody maybe how you got into Twitch, some of the content that people can expect to see if they choose to follow you, anything at all, especially for our audio listeners. Thank you so much. Oh my God, this is so cool. So I'm usually on, like it says, there's a schedule. And it, so I'm usually on Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Right now I'm playing Link's Awakening and Saturdays we have this thing called Splat Smash Saturdays where I like to get the community involved and we all play Super Smash Brothers and Splatoon together. It's so much fun. And on Sundays today, actually after this, I'm going to be playing Persona 5 Royal. 
So there's Karina. <laughs> she's my Twitter. And I had them like interact. So I had these commissioned. Uh, her name is Jazz. She's on Twitter. Um, she did these cute little like chibi kind of um, characters for me that I could put on my Twitch channel. Um, so yeah, we just, we just broke 6,000 followers on Twitch, which is amazing. Oh, I'm like, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> so I couldn't believe it. Um, basically, so <laughs> I did this because of COVID. So I used to do conventions a lot and Carter and I would do conventions a lot and together. And once the pandemic hit, like I didn't work for like eight weeks in the beginning. And I remember I was texting, Carter and I were texting a lot at like three in the morning because we're up and like, we're like, what do we do with our lives? We don't know what to do. Like, we don't know what to, nobody knew how to record from home. And I kept telling people, I'm like, I have a whisper room because I used to do audiobooks from home. So I'm like, I have a whisper room. I'll get a better microphone. I got a Neumann and, and I'm like, screw it. And I'm like, I, I can record from home, but I didn't work for eight weeks. And I'm like, I need to still pay bills and keep the lights on, you know? I'm like, uh, so I'm like, what do I do? So this was like, uh, so I bought like all of this equipment and um, it, it, I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna start doing Twitch. <laughs> We're gonna start doing Twitch. And I'm actually like, this has helped me out so much financially, but also like mentally and emotionally too. Cause like just constantly being at home, I'm working from home and being at home. And I, I you know, I was just going to the supermarket, even like, I couldn't even go to my chiropractor. She was closed for like a month. Ugh. She was closed for like a month. My back was killing me. So I had to get a better chair. I had to get a gaming chair because <laughs> my back was killing me because everything was closed. Like everything closed down. Yeah. And, and I couldn't go anywhere and I couldn't do anything. And I'm like, I need some kind of gateway to the outside world. And the people that have come onto my Twitch channel have been so amazing. I call them the Knott's Berry Farm. Oh. <laughs> And they've been so supportive and helpful. And I really want to give a, a huge shout out to, to my mods, uh, Angelina, Stephanie, Steakhouse, Steve, uh, and Phantom. Thank you Steakhouse. so, so much. Oh, yeah, Steakhouse. Steakhouse. His name is Steakhouse. Isn't that cool? His real name's Matt. His name is Matt, but we call him Steakhouse because that's his nickname. And they're my mods, and they help me out so much. And I appreciate them, and I appreciate everybody um, in, in, on my channel and like we, I, I get like fifth. I'm trying to make partner. <laughs> I'm an I'm an affiliate, so I'm trying to make partner. And I have like 50, 60 people watching me at a time, which is great. And it's been so helpful wow. to me. So, but it, it 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 wouldn't have been without the people in there. Like, thank you. I appreciate them. They they're what makes it happen. Like, I get on there and I I be goofy and silly and funny and play video games. And like, they're the ones that have helped me so much so i owe everything to my community uh on there so thank Aww. you knott's berry farm <laughs> well and guys and b before we get going though uh, michelle uh, how about a boop oh, did that did that follow okay okay just making sure it, there was a bit of input oh. <laughs> when i hit that follow button <laughs> yay oh thanks for the follow <laughs> okay and guys i've got that link as but as well as a bunch of other ones in the live chat if you're watching this live on Facebook, or if you're watching this later on YouTube, or listening to this on Spotify later, it'll be down there in the description box below, guys. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already, message VisionCon directly, or put in the live chat your viewers' comments and questions, now is your last chance to do so, because ladies and gentlemen, we're in the plug zone. Carter Cathcart and Michelle Knotts, now is your opportunity to plug. 
promote, advertise, whatever verb you want to use, anything you guys want. Floor is yours, guys. Carter, you want to go first? <laughs> or <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to Indiana in about a week and a half. And, uh, <laughs> I, when we we went out on March 12th of last year, we flew out and they closed the world on March 13th. So we couldn't come back for like three months, three and a half months. I was texting. Which, and I love Indiana, so it was fine. But one thing I was doing is every Saturday night, I'd do a live gig, play piano or guitar, sing, just do stuff like that. And they got pretty popular. So I'm looking forward to going back and, and doing that. You know, as, as far as like having a site to, with the merchandise and stuff, I, I don't, I don't have that. I think ever since I started writing scripts, it's like, like today, I was going to tell you, Michelle, I hadn't seen any of season 23 on, on Netflix. I'd never seen any of the finished product. Oh, okay. And I'm watching it and I'm trying to just dig it. And I'm like, well, that line's early. And, no, they should have moved that flap and that flap is wrong. <laughs> they should have compressed that. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, it's in my brain, in other words, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. I'd rather have that in my brain than a drill. <laughs> so, but really, and, I mean, I'm doing a lot of music and um, I am planning on, on doing a, a, an album. Like, so, as soon Yay. as people can start, you know, I have a drummer already. We have a studio up with, uh, you know, up in, who am I thinking of, Michelle? The, Joe? Are you doing the, you're doing this with Joe, right? Yeah, Joe DeGiorgi? with Joe. And I'm going to go up with the guitar and cut. And Headline up. Studios. Right. Yeah. And then we'll overdub other stuff and... I'm hoping by the summertime that'll be done. So that that's my other focus too, is trying to, because I've written a lot. I mean, one thing about COVID, man, it makes you write. So, <laughs> so I got a lot of new tunes and I'm looking forward to to recording and getting back out to Indiana and just keep performing. That's, that's it. I mean, and Pokemon is doing great. Also, Michelle, I realized I had totally forgotten that I was in, and maybe people get mad at me, but I was in the original One Piece. Back in 2000. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's and so right. I, I don't know any of the history after that because <laughs> Four Kids was doing eight shows at the same time. So I went in and I read the characters. I don't remember doing them. But am I right that people hated that one piece? I, mean, I don't, I don't was, know hated. Well, there was something about it that they well, that no, no, no. It's not. It, no, I don't think it has to do with like the voice acting. It's just that they reanimated a lot of stuff. See, I feel like One Piece is not. They tried to make it a children's show, and One Piece really isn't a. I mean, come on, look at the ladies on there. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna. It's not. That's not <laughs> kids, <laughs> and they reanimated so many things like smoking and things like that, and that's what people got upset about because oh. it's really more for like teenagers and twenty year old like older people. Right. This is not for like five year olds, six year. This is a show that's not. So I think that's what a lot of people got upset about. So I really think they shouldn't have because when it went to when it went to Funimation like they could leave all that stuff in they could leave in the smoking and the cursing and the boobs and whatever you know <laughs> they didn't have to reanimate oh wait we have to make her dress come up to here you know yeah. because it's not it's not a show that's for children like children children you know what i mean so that that's what people got upset about because i remember you yeah, reading about it because I, I was like oh because it was weird it's like they animated like a cigarette into a lollipop but then the smoke was still there <laughs> which didn't make any sense i'm like there's smoke coming out of this lollipop yeah like, that doesn't make any sense so well, i you know i've learned more from talking to fans like when we first started doing right? cons I had forgot I did so much stuff back yeah. with four kids and um 
at uh, uh, you just mentioned it before, and I can't think of the name of the studio in Manhattan, the oh. the production house. What, uh, which one, Joe? Not Joe, Joe's, or no? Or no. The, you had Tom. mentioned earlier that you did a part for the early. What you won the was it that you won? Oh, the, the one in Brooklyn. The yeah, studio in Brooklyn. It through it was through another company, and there was a whole bunch of shows. Oh, like, Central Park Media. Central Park I, Media. Oh. I so I had done a, a show called The Ping Pong Club, which may be my favorite one because it's oh, so, yeah. it borders on X-rated. It's so funny. That's but, not for kids, yeah. <laughs> no, it's certainly not for kids. But there's just so much work back there because there's so many shows. We'd go into four kids and there were six studios and we'd just be there all day. And we'd go from one right. show to another. And so when you do that long enough, you kind of forget what you're doing. <laughs> and I had forgotten. So thanks to fans, I've been reminded that there's a lot of stuff back there, which I'm grateful for. So let me know when you get your CD out because I want to promote it on social media. I, I know you're not you're not on I don't think you're on Instagram and you're not like on Twitter that much, I, but you're on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I have one oh, are? picture. One picture. I oh, think. okay. <laughs> and it, it's a picture of Bernie Sanders doll and James together. It's and good. I think my and my caption was I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. And that was put up like four years ago. So I should get a little bit more involved and I will. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause I'll, I'll um, promote it everywhere. Thank you. Thank I'll you. buy it. I want a copy. I want a copy of that. Of course. <laughs> Signed copy. All right, Michelle. Signed copy. Yes. Can you sign it for me? Yes. <laughs> Can I have your autograph? <laughs> I already have Carter's autograph, actually. I have like, I have like a ton of his prints and they're all autographed. <laughs> <laughs> um so thank you for promoting my twitch uh, uh twitch.tv slash michelle knots just one l in michelle because my parents wanted to spell it the french way for some reason so um yes please follow me on twitch i would love to get to seven thousand followers that would be awesome we broke six thousand followers so i'm on friday saturday sunday usually mostly like 7 p.m eastern time so 7 p.m. Eastern time, I'm on for like five hours playing video games. And we have so much fun. We laugh. We have a good time. We play Smash Brothers. We play Splatoon. It's great. It's awesome. Um, another thing that just came out, um, for those who have like the Funimation channel, but you can get the Funimation channel on Switch now, which is great. I used to have it on the stupid Amazon Fire Stick, and it was terrible. Like the Amazon Fire Stick was awful. <laughs> like the control was bad, and I couldn't control it. it. It was annoying. But now the Funimation app is on Switch, and it's so much easier to navigate. So you can get the Funimation app on Switch, and you can watch all the shows that we're in. And um, what just came out, I'm in uh, the Sleepy Princess, Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle, yeah. and I voice Neo Alarune. I, I don't, I'm not really sure how to pronounce her name. It's very, she looks like Poison Ivy, but she, she's really, really funny, which is great. I love the show because I love comedy and I love being funny and silly. So this show is hilarious. It's got Alejandro Saab. It's got J. Michael Tatum. Um, it's got Chris Guerrero. Uh, it's got Kira Bucklin. Kira Bucklin is the princess. She's the main girl. Hilarious. It's the funniest show I've seen. Everybody just plays off of each other so well. And I'm so grateful and thankful. Thank you so much to Sound Cadence and Amberly Connors for allowing me to be in the show. And it's awesome. The first five episodes, I believe, are up on Funimation, the Funimation app. And yeah, and we're going to keep working on that. Um, I think it's 12 episodes long. I don't know if it has a season two, but it would be awesome. Cross my fingers that it has a season two or comes up with a season two. It would be great. So <laughs> check that out. Check out my Twitch and check out Pokemon Journeys on Netflix. We're going to gear into 
season 24 next. Yeah. <laughs> and guys, I have all those links and more in the live chat. If you're watching this live on Facebook or if you're watching this later on YouTube or listening to it later on Spotify, it's going to be down there in the description box below, guys. And with that, we're going out of the plug zone, going to our final segment, viewers' comments and questions. So this has never happened before, but uh, I put in the chat while you guys were plugging stuff that uh, there are so many comments in uh, the Facebook Live's uh, comment section right now that it's being a little janky and not letting me scroll up to all of them. So I asked everybody who submitted a question to resubmit them. (laughs) So I'm going to go down real quick. Um, Okay, just let me scroll down. I can yeah, if you don't them. mind, yeah, reading them because I can't. I'm, oh, no, 100%. I'm, I'm afraid if I go to Facebook, something will explode. There's, so. there is, there's currently uh, 140 comments and counting right now, so Facebook decided to like kind of go crazy. Okay, so first one is from Susan, who said, and this is for both of you What is your guys' favorite Pokemon video game? Ooh, have you played any of the games, Carter? Not really. I, pl- no. I mean, Snap. Snap was the one game where we actually, I actually say, uh, said stuff. I was the character, the voice of, of, of Snap. So I know it's just a picture taking thing, but I know so many people like my son's age, they still play it. It's been around forever. <laughs> so I will go to that one. I know there's a lot more. There are a lot of games. I mean, there's a lot. I know. So that would probably be the one because I know it. <laughs> Michelle? I haven't played in a while, but uh, I actually, uh, I, I did play Pokemon. When Pokemon Go first came out, I played it for a while, and that was a lot of fun, you know, and you could get exercise walking around outside, but, you know, you just had to be careful, and I never drove while playing it. That was bad. People were driving while playing Pokemon Go. Don't do that. So, um, I haven't played it too much now because I'm getting more into, like, Twitch games. I did play Pokemon Shield. Um, you can check out my VODs on YouTube. And see, uh, when I first started doing this a year ago, my one-year anniversary will be coming up on May 15th on Twitch. I can't believe it. Wow. And I, that was, uh, well, I first played Animal Crossing, and then I played uh, Pokemon Shield, which was really fun. And it was really cool because, like, they don't put voices in that. So it's like I could give them voices, which is great. So I was giving them all, like, British accent and stuff like that. Because it's supposed to be in the UK. Yeah. So it's like I was giving the British and Scottish accents going around, which is which is really fun. <laughs> we, we created a drunk Chairman Rose, which was Ooh. hilarious. So he was all like, oh, good to see you. I just like, oh, Pokemon. It was, it was funny. It was a blast. So check out my VODs on YouTube, and you can watch me play okay. Pokemon Shield. So James tuned in and said, uh, this one's for Michelle. Uh, do you have a favorite version of Jesse? Uh, favorite version? Like uh, art style? or uh, Well, my favorite season, my favorite season actually is Sun and Moon. And I think Carter, Carter really likes Sun and Moon too. When they were in Alola with all the kids and they went to school. And I thought that was really neat. And, and there was like a bunch of kids instead of just like Ash and one other person or something or two other people. Right. It, so I thought that was really cool. And I loved, I got to play Beware and Stuffle in Sun and Moon, which was great because, and, and Mimikyu was funny too, and Marini, and, and, and it was just so funny. The Malasada truck, everything was hilarious in Sun and Moon. That is like my all-time favorite season out of any of them is Sun and Moon. And they did change the art style a little bit, which took some getting used to for some people, but I thought it was cool. I was like, oh yeah, they look different. That's great. And the same with the movies, because then they had like the CGI movie, 
the the Mewtwo Strikes Back, which was really cool. I'm like, they look like Frozen characters. I'm like, oh my God, she looks like Anna or Elsa. I'm like, this is amazing. And I thought it was so cool. But I know Carter had a tough time writing with that because they're actually saying words. Oh, really? Yeah. And Japanese words to boot. And, and Japanese? 90% of the words in Japanese end in open vowel sounds. Right. And we don't do that here. So I wanted to make it sound and look as close as I could, but it drove me nuts. I got it. <laughs> Just usually the, the, the anime, there's an occasional, they'll pronounce like, an O mm. or an A or something. And then I can fit that in. That's no problem. But when it's like nonstop talking, like, yeah, so I shoot myself. So. <laughs> I think it turned out fine, so it's good. It did. Okay, so uh, this one's for Carter. Uh, this one's from Lee. He said, uh, and also him and several others also said that they would buy that CD, Carter. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. I will definitely make it available and let you know. Peter Dunn! <laughs> Lee, Lee said, uh, this one's for Carter. In addition to voice acting, how did you get involved in both music performing and script writing? Mm-hmm. Um, musical performing, I started taking piano lessons at five and um, I was performing when I was six and I just, you know, I really took to piano and then I just took lessons the whole time. Then when I was 14, I went away to the Interlochen Arts Academy and majored in piano. So when I got out of there, that's when I met the Brubecks and then it's just been, it's been nonstop music pretty much all, all the way. Um, the the script writing actually, as much as I love doing it, um, I love doing it. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I got sole custody of my son who was eight and my daughter who was seven, and it was me and them. And I was like, <laughs> you know, and I needed to be able to do something and be home because I was taking them to school, picking them up, doing their clothes and making their food and all that kind of stuff. So then at the same time, the original scriptwriter for Pokemon, Michael Hagney, he went on to Kirby and I knew everybody. And I went in there and I just said, please, I pleaded. I said, give me a chance. And they were like, well, how much script writing have you done? Went, None. But <laughs> I just said, just I'll write as many scripts as you need for a demo. And I, I got the gig and thank God. So I was able to, you know, raise my kids and now they're uh, God, 27 and 26. Oof. Wow. But they're almost good. 30? Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Uh, their stepdaughter, uh, my stepdaughter, Nicole, their, their stepsister is 35. She's oh, wow. in my now. So it's amazing. Makes me feel like an old fart. <laughs> We've got time for just one more, guys, and uh, that's going to be from Manuel, who said, for both of you, what is the craziest or weirdest thing you were asked to sign at a convention? (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Go on. Oh, I've, uh, yeah. (laughs) I didn't do it. Before I go any farther, I didn't do it. Okay. I've been asked to sign body parts and, and underwear. Really? yeah rock star status well that's kind of cool i mean anime nyc we did that what was it two years ago michelle that we did that uh yeah was yeah. it one it was two it was, years it was almost it was, it was it was a year and a half ago it was november right. 2019 it was 2019 so that one it's not like any of that stuff happened but i've never i mean the javits center it was just overrun with like 
holy crap, there's four million Pokemon people here. And I, you know, I, I, I well, I had a writer's cramp for days after that because I just signed so many autographs. I love doing it. My name is too big. I wish my name was like Elmer Fudd because it'd be a lot easier to write than sure. all my stuff. So, but that's it. I'm not saying anymore. Yeah, mine was uh, uh, a foot probably, which is like, I have like a feet thing. I don't like feet. I know some people have foot fetishes. So this girl takes off, I think it was at Kineticon, and this girl takes off her shoe, puts it right on the table. Oh. And she's like, please, please, can you sign my foot? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I did it. But inside, I'm like, I'm going to vomit. I'm, gonna, don't, I'm like, don't vomit on this girl. Please don't vomit on this girl. <laughs> I just got out the Sharpie, and I did it really fast. I'm like, oh, there you go. Please get your foot off the table. I like, can a- somebody disinfect this table? I wonder if she did the same thing. I met a guy, and his name escapes me, but, you know, I've worked for VisionCon for a few years now. I met him, and every time he goes to conventions, he gets autographs on his body of people that he likes, and then he goes the extra mile. Uh, Usually, at some convention, there's a tattooer there, so he'll get them traced, tattooed onto his butt. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. That's dedication. Yeah. Yeah, he's got, and I can't believe he did this, but I believe he's Mark Hamill's right on his collarbone. And he was showing me, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that was oh obviously God. before COVID, but. Wow. All right. <laughs> well, I know I said that was the last one. We had one last one that kind of snuck in there. And sure. uh, so, oh, oh, goodness, where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Okay. So Anna tuned in and said, hi, guys. This question is for both of you. Out of all the Pokemon episodes you have done, which has been your personal favorite to do? And then she put us in a side. Hi, Michelle. I am, and forgive me if I mispronounce this, Twerpet Kohana? Hi, Twerpet Kohana. Okay. <laughs> I know who that is. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So uh, as our last question, for both of you, out of all the Pokemon episodes you've done, which has been some of your personal favorites? Uh, Michelle, we'll start with you. Uh, oh, t- there's so many. Uh, the- Good luck. <laughs> like to find a fairy flower i always say w- was hilarious when they're trying to do like the trading places jamie lee curtis not trading places what was that movie called um trading places. Oh, friday or uh, freaky friday no oh no not freaky friday oh, Wait, maybe trading, it was trading places. trading places when she was inga from sweden and she wore later hosen oh, wow. right when they're talking like swedish they're like yeah don't you know yeah <laughs> that was really funny yeah. i i love the dr white episode was very emotional in the dust stocks episode when she said she smashed her foot on the pokeball and say goodbye to dust dogs that was super super emotional i cried a lot um there's so many episodes like all of sun and moon i love because it was so funny with the malasada truck and everything and beware um there's just too many to count then and then carter's like chimeco episode because i was chimeco and you you were james that oh it was so so yeah. good you did so good you're so good you're so talented but i'm i'm like you in the sense that i like i as far as remembering episodes that were my favorite they were usually the most emotional and and yeah. they you're right they had to do mostly with team rocket that that episode where you were going to marry the was it a doctor dr white yeah the dr white episode right. yeah. so i mean <laughs> that was intense i mean yeah trying to write that and go it's a cartoon show it's a cartoon show <laughs> You know, or the or the Chimeco one where James is losing. I mean, that was really hard to voice. But in the end, there's a couple of me out there the same way too. I, they escape me right now. But it has been how many episodes over twenty four <laughs> seasons? I mean, it's been a lot. So yeah. um, there's a lot of. But those two just they come to mind. Wow. And 
you were the best, Michelle, in those. Oh. Just incredible. You're breathtaking. You were breathtaking. <laughs> You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. all the air out of the room because I had a big move. <laughs> well, with that, guys, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 62 of VisionCon Live. Now, before we wrap things up, Carter, Michelle, are there any final thoughts to leave us on? Any sage-like wisdom? Anything at all? Be safe. Wear a mask, please. Yeah. For the love of God, wear a mask. <laughs> please wear a mask. I mean, please. I've gotten both my vaccines. I'm going to wear a mask. Probably it's going to get to be you. like, I'll just be used to it. So it'll yeah. be fine. But we, this is certainly, I mean, I see parts of the world that are just kind of loosening up too much. And yeah. it, it's not going to work. So that's my sage advice, you know. And you can be fashionable with them. I've seen people starting to do like rhinestones on them. You can make them look cool. You can look like Scorpion or Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. I mean, come on. You can make it look cool. Right. You know? like, it doesn't have to be boring, you know? I mean, we're not, we're not out of the woods yet, guys. The only way out is through. So uh, we're all in this together. So. That's right. Band together. Wear a mask. Wash yeah. your hands. Sanitize. Well, Social distance. <laughs> With that, guys, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 62 of VisionCon Live. Thank you guys so much for watching. As always, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. But much more importantly, this has been my very special guests, Carter Cathcart and Michelle Knotts. Make sure to check out all the links down in the description box below, guys. And until next time, guys, always remember that life's better when you have friends to share it with. Aww. Yay.